Bokar Tov, we are on chapter 6 of the book of Shofetim. The, the, we're in the middle, we just began the story of Gidon, which is going to go for a couple of chapters, as we said. And Gidon comes right after an angel comes and rebukes the Jewish people for not following in the ways of the Torah and for leaving God and for worshipping the, the gods of the Amorites and the, the Canaanites. And we said that that angel giving the rebuke is a sign that like act one is over. Where in the first act, the leaders of the children of Israel were amazing, were perfect, were above reproach. Now the children of Israel have deteriorated further. So the next few, this act, act two, is going to be uh, uh, judges of medium quality. Gidon is not above, above reproach. He actually isn't, he isn't a perfect leader. He's going to display lack of emunah. And he's also going to display some very troubling characteristics at the end of the story that seem to indicate that he's not as um, altruistic as he may make himself out to be. In the meantime, he is there helping his father, or according to the Midrash, he's helping his father with the, with the uh, grinding of the wheat, but he's doing it in a wine press. And that's because the Midianites, who are the enemies at the time, are marauding uh, the Jewish people, they're, they're, um, they're, uh, they're pillaging the Jewish people and they're, they're destroying their fields and they're, they're stealing all their food, thereby decimating the economy. The Midianites at, the, at this time are joined by the Amaleki people and the Benekedim, the people of the east. And these are all people that are like nomads, they're coming from the desert areas, and they don't produce anything, but they do eat what other people produce. You know, kind of like socialists. Okay? So, <laughs> I, had to, I had to do that. Okay. Puzzle Kaf Bet. Okay, so and then what happened is is uh, Gidon was there, and let's go back to Pasuk twenty just to give the context. The the angel says to him, "Take the flesh and the the bread that you brought and put it into this basket and throw out the uh, marak the the soup that you brought." And he took his staff, this angel that had come to tell Gidon to lead the people. He takes his staff and he touches the meat and the matzot and the breads. Fire came out of the rock and it ate the meat and the bread and the angel went away. So it vanished. Okay? So what had happened is the guy had come, the angel had come and told Gidon, you're the leader of Israel, go lead Israel. After Gidon starts complaining, he says, okay, it's fine, so be the leader. And he says... Wait, how do I know that you're an angel? So then, the, so then the angel says, okay, fine, bring me food. Brings him food. He, Gidon tells him, please don't go. He doesn't go. He brings him food. And then the angel makes the food go up in flames. He throws out the soup and the, bre- the meat and the bread goes up in flames. Obviously, wh- why is the, the soup being spilled and why is the meat and the bread being offered? I don't think he threw out the soup. He did. I think he, he poured it the soup. It says that explicitly. It said, I think that he poured the soup over the food on the rock and then it went in flame and that was where the sign was because how do you create a fire on wet stuff? Ah, that's what you, how you interpreted it? I'm reading it. They're Let me see. Elijah had the same thing centuries later on Mount Carmel. So oh, the, you're right. That's the Peshat. I thought like this. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll explain. It? We don't need the soup because meat and bread are brought as offerings. You bring minachot and you bring flesh, you bring meat as offerings. But you don't bring, you never bring soup. But the soup was there. To so that's what I thought, but you're right, miracle. you're right, you're right. If they're, if they're associating with, with the thing, with Eliyahu, Eliyahu poured water or soup 
on the korban to prove that the fire had come from God, and that seems to be what yeah. the angels are doing. So I stand corrected. I think that's peshat. But the mark shefoch shefoch where it means spill it on the on the food. Good. Okay, I stand corrected. Pasuk kaf aleph. Gidon all of a sudden notices and realizes that this is a, an angel of God. Wow, behold, this is an angel of God, or this is God himself. For I have seen the face, or the angel of God, face to face. Who else said this? No. Yaakov says it. Yaakov says it after his experience with the angel. They're building him up. He actually says it to Esav. He says, That's Yaakov. So Gidon seems to have a similarity with Yaakov. For they both see an angel. In Yaakov's case, it was the angel that he fought with. In Gidon's case, it's the angel that does the miracle for him. They both see an angel and they are saved. They do, not, they do not die from it. Now, knowing that Yaakov saw it as like a big deal, he said, wow, I saw an angel face to face and I did not die. Gidon is probably scared that he's going to die because we know from the context from other places where people have seen angels that the expectation is that when you see an angel, you die. So, so God says to him or the angel says to him or someone says to him in a voice, don't worry, don't fear, you will not die. You're right in assuming that people who experience angels often die, but you will not die. He makes a, an altar to God. He calls the altar. God is the God of peace. And it's until this day. It's still in this, till this day in Ofrat, in the tribe of Menashe, in the Ezri area, where that Ezri part of the tribe was. Is until when? When the book was written? After David and Shemuel. No, no Shmuel. before Shmuel. David and Shemuel. Shemuel. Shemuel is, Shemuel is, the, is the author of uh, Shofetim. Shemuel okay. is alive during this time to know all this? Or you just got is Shemuel alive? No, he is, no, he is alive in the times of the Shofetim. We know that Shemuel was born in the times of Mishkan Shiloh, which is pretty okay. much extends throughout the entire period of the Shofetim. Uh-huh. But he's probably at the tail end of it because Shemuel is the one who inaugurates the kings yeah. who are the, are, the, are the solution to all of these Shofetim. So he's at the very, Shmuel very... Is at that time? He's at the very end. I mean, he's, he's born in the book of Shemuel. Shemuel, Shemuel is born in the book Shemuel of Shemuel. Shemuel is, bo- is born in... He's son. The book opens with the Chana praying for a son. Okay. Pasuk okay. Kafhe. Now that night, God comes to him in a dream or something or comes to him in a vision. Take the cow, the ox that is your father's, and the seven-year-old second cow, meaning he had two cows, and destroy the altar to Baal that your father has, and the Asherah tree that is next to it, you should cut down. And you shall make on the flat area, you should make a Mizbeach to Hashem your God on the top of the flat area. I don't know what Maoz is, the, the rock stronghold by the flat area. Basically, instead of the, 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 the altar to Baal, you should build a Mizbeach and take that second one, the one that's seven years old, and you should bring it as an Ola, and the fire should come from what? The, the tree, the Asherah tree that you cut down. Uh, Gidon took ten men from his servants. And Gidon, he takes ten men with him, obviously because he's afraid to do it and because he needs the help to do to destroy it. But when he saw that he was afraid to do it in the broad daylight, he decided to do it as an act in an act of secrecy at night with the ten men. The people of Ofra wake up in the morning. 
and the, the altar to Baal was destroyed and the Asherah tree that was next to it was cut down and the second cow was brought on, the, on a new Mizbeach that was newly built and they say, And they said, they said, who did this thing? And they said, they seeked it out by Drishu, by Vakshu, and they and they looked around and they found that Gidon, the son of Yoash, did this thing. So they said to Yoash, the father of Gidon, bring out your son so that he should die. For he destroyed the altar of Baal and he destroyed the Asherah tree. And this is a fascinating fact. We're, we're going to see what, what Yoash answers tomorrow. It's a very interesting answer he gives them. But it's crazy that for the first time, whenever we had the, the prophetess Devorah and Otniel and, and Ehud, the Jewish people on the whole, when they did Teshuvah, they did Teshuvah. But here the angel came and rebuked them. And they're suffering and they're suffering. And Gidon complains, where's our salvation going to come from? And God tells him to go bring the salvation. The people haven't even done Teshuvah. His own people, they don't even care. His own people are willing to kill him for violating their service of Baal. Which it shows to the extent to which Am Yisrael have deteriorated. They fell down really far. It's not even that they're being... They're not even trying to be good. And it doesn't They're seem like they like, clean oh, up their no, act in the time yeah. of Gidon either. Gidon is saving them. This is purely out of the kindness of God's heart right now. Oh, so it, it shows that the, we're seeing the deterioration of B'nai Israel, and it's only going to get worse. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.